Hello guys and welcome to my podcast. It's called Extra Time. This is my first episode. So uh today's episode we'll be talking about Real Madrid's come from behind victory against Valencia and also we will dive into Manchester United's victory over West Ham. This is my first episode, so usually how we do this is every time I come on to do the podcast I talk about certain issues in football. I speak about one or two teams each podcast. I don't want to make it too long for you guys. So on today's episode, we're going to discuss Real Madrid. And we're going to also discuss Manchester United's victory over West Ham. So starting with Real Madrid. Uh, <clears throat> they had a decent first half. Wasn't the greatest. Valencia, in my opinion, were the better team. But um, once again, Thibaut Courtois made some important saves for Real Madrid to keep them in the game. Unfortunately, the injury to Dani Carvajal, which seems to be a reoccurring thing for Madrid, he's injured again. Assaulted, he's out for a month. Valencia also suffered an important injury to Carlos Soler. That's a big loss for them. He was probably the most important player for the team. But back to the game, uh, so in the first half it was quite slow for both teams. In my opinion, Valencia had the better first half. But start of the second half, Valencia took the lead. Mistake from Lucas Vasquez again. I don't know where Carla Ancelotti plays him at right back. I never understood why Zidane did it. I get that with Zidane, he had no choice and Vasquez had a good season. Well, I wouldn't say a good, a decent season at right back. But for some reason, Real Madrid just seemed to not be interested in having a backup for Carvajal, knowing how injury prone he's become. They had Aljazola, they saw of it, they loaned him to, to, to Fiorentina. Now they have no backup for Danny Carvajal. So once again, they're using Lucas Vasquez. In my opinion, he's not the best right back. He's fast, yes, but when it comes to strength and height, he lacks in that category. So the goal came from, I wouldn't say his mistake, but his side as Valencia were just dominating down that left-hand side. Madrid couldn't cope. Valencia score. Hugo Duro, ex-Madrid player. For some reason, ex-Madrid players always seem to come back to home Madrid. But Hugo Duro, nice finish past Courtois. He couldn't do much with it. Nice left foot finish to put Valencia at 1 0. As soon as Real Madrid conceded, Carla Ancelotti decides to make some vital substitutions, which I thought he should have made earlier. He brings in Camavinga and Rodrigo to add some pace on the flight and some energy in the middle of the field, which Real Madrid were highly lacking. Once again, Madrid, Valverde, Casemiro. Casemiro has to be very, very, very tired. As he's just played every game this season, even when he flew to Brazil and back, didn't get any rest. So he looked a little tired. Madrid looked a little tired. So in comes Camavinga and Rodrigo, and the game completely changes. Real Madrid start to press, start to play like Real Madrid. We know they can play when their backs are against the wall. And they equalize through Vinicius Jr., deflection to the back of the net. He's been having an outstanding season compared to last season under Zidane. I don't know what it is that Carla Ancelotti has spoken to this kid about, 
but he's a different player under Carla Ancelotti. He's passing better. He's making better decisions in the final third. He's finishing better. I think he's Madrid's second leading scorer this season behind Kareem Benzema. So he's off to a flying start this season. Hopefully he keeps it up because he has all the potential in the world. I always said he's a very, very, very talented kid. The only thing he lacked was finishing and passing in the final third. And so far this season, he's been doing that very well. So Benicio Nicolaises for Real Madrid makes it 1-1. At this point, I'm thinking maybe Madrid will be happy with the point. Valencia might be a little disappointed because it seems to me that they made, as soon as they took the lead, they started making defensive substitutions. So it's like they went to this negative style of football, which I never agree with. But coaches know how to coach their team. And then two to three minutes later, cross from Valencia from Vinicius Jr. Kareem Benzema finishes. Nice header. I mean, it hit his shoulder, but all it conks all the same way. And since Cristiano Ronaldo has left, Kareem Benzema has been an outstanding, outstanding leader for Real Madrid in the attack. He's scoring goals, leading La Liga some seasons in, in goals behind Messi. He's just always there when Madrid need him. So, Real Madrid take the lead, never look back, take the three voter points away from home. They're top La Liga. Madrid fans can only hope that they continue playing this kind of football, but not having to come from behind so much. They had a good game in Italy midweek against Inter Milan. It's a tough place to play in the San Siro. They came away with three points. Another tough trip a few days later in the Mastaya, they came away with three points. Carla Antoine so far seems to be getting the job done as Real Madrid courts early in the season. In my opinion, I think he should rotate a little more. Like Luka Lovic to me. He's a solid player. Just needs to give him time. He was an excellent player in his last season at Frankfurt. Come to Madrid to me, he doesn't get that much opportunities. Which I don't really like. Because they think that you're going to bring somebody who scored X amount of goals for Frankfurt. Took them to a European Europa semi-final. To come to Madrid to just sit on the bench. That makes no sense to me. So to me, I'm not saying he has to start every game. But he definitely should be getting more minutes. As I said last season, the same thing with Valverde. Ramajay got accustomed to this cross-Casemiro-Madrid combination. Which won them a lot of trophies. But they have to understand. It's a long season. These guys are getting old. We need to start rotating and getting younger players into the midfield. Whether it's Valverde, now you have Camavinga, the same kid, Blanco, who's a backup for Casemiro. He should, he should be getting more minutes. Mendy at left back with Miguel Gutierrez. He seems to be a good backup to Mendy. Alaba, Militao. I haven't seen Vallejo this season yet, so... I have to see how he goes. Maybe he starts in tomorrow's game against Mallorca. I know the coach said that he's going to make some rotations. So, Camavinga may get some minutes. Maybe his first start for Madrid. He's been outstanding since coming over to Madrid. So, he deserves a start. Rodrigo has been solid. So, at this time, Madrid just need to rotate some more a little bit. Keep players fresh because they don't want players to be getting hurt and injured so early in the season. Especially having such a good start to the season. 
I think uh, Carlos said tomorrow he's calling up the youngster Santos, the right back. Maybe he might start instead of Lucas Vasquez, the right back. Because I'd rather have a right back play a right back than a right winger trying to play right back. But other than that, they've been solid so far this season. Play Mallorca tomorrow, who's I think currently their eighth. So it won't be an easy, easy game. But Mujer should take the three points once they come out with the right motivation and just attack and press from the start. Don't sit back. Don't be like, you know, just relaxing and trying to play on the counter. When you play these small teams or these lesser teams in La Liga that are not as good as Madrid, you need to press these teams, go for the juggler, try to finish these games in the first half and get it over with. That's the only problem I have with Madrid. If you people may know, I am a Real Madrid supporter. That's why sometimes it puzzles me the way they play football. They haven't been bad since Ronaldo left. They've been competing. As I always say, you can't always have winning season where you win trophies every year. I don't expect that. But I expect these guys to compete with the talent they have. I expect them to at least compete. Be a little better. Play more players. I saw Asensio was complaining that about not getting minutes. I understand his pain. But with the start of Vinicius is having and Benzema is having, Camavinga coming off the bench and doing what he's doing, it's like it's going to be hard for Asensio to get a start in the team. Maybe he starts tomorrow. I personally think his best position is coming through the middle. I don't like him out on the flank because he doesn't have that pace to run at defenders. He's not like a Vinicius or a Rodrigo. He's a little slow in the midfield, but he has a wonderful, wonderful left foot, which could be very vital coming through the middle. As far as Eden Hazard go, I'm just happy he's playing. But since he came to Madrid, it's been a disaster. Injury after injury after injury after injury. It hasn't worked out. He hasn't scored so far this season, but as a Madrid fan, if you say Eden Hazard doesn't give you game after game after game and not get injured, you take it in hopes of hoping that he at least gets back to even if it's 50% of his talent he had at Chelsea. Real Madrid, I wouldn't need that because I honestly believe that if Hazard doesn't pick it up and start playing himself or doesn't stay injury free, somebody in this Madrid team is going to take his spot and I don't think he's going to get it back and he might even get sore next season if he doesn't get it together so he needs to stay fit put your head down because sometimes they watch Hazard play football and it's like he's scared he doesn't take on defenders anymore he just get the ball look up pass stand up pass doesn't like the Hazard at Chelsea used to take on people two three guys at one time beautiful left foot shot beautiful right foot shot I'm afraid he's more tame, timid. But I think that's because he doesn't want to get hurt again. Understandable. But he can't just keep doing this. Because it's like, it's like you're just on the pitch. Doing nothing. And that's not what we need. We need you to take on defenders. Put fear in defenders' heart. Like when Vinny get the ball, Vinny's like going, going. 100% all the time. Even if he loses it. Makes a bad pass, makes a bad shot, runs the ball up with a mistake. 
he's always willing to get up and go again. That's what they need from Hazard. As far as I want Real Madrid to keep doing that, as a team, play as a team, attack as a team, defend as a team. That's one of the problems I have with Madrid too. We don't want to defend as a team. Everybody want to be a hero, everybody wants to go forward. But then when it's time to defend, you don't see anybody defending the ball. Sometimes you'll be like sixes and sevens, some space in the midfield. Sometimes teams get two passes and they're just right in between my defense. And they upset Tibor Courtois to save the day. The amount of times he saved Madrid in the Inter Milan game. We could have been down 3-4-0 in the first half. Ramsey needs to get their battling sorted out. Because against better opposition, this is not, they're not going to be missing those chances that Inter Milan miss on Wednesday. So, hopefully they get it together. We'll see tomorrow how they do against Mallorca. It's a lot of games in a short space of time. It's Mallorca on Wednesday. It's Villarreal on Saturday. And then it's Sheriff in the Champions League on Tuesday. So rotation is important. And guys staying fit is important. On to Manchester United and Newcastle. This was an entertaining game to me. Once again, Cristiano Ronaldo, as Cristiano Ronaldo always does, scores when his teams need him. Whether it's in Madrid, United, Juventus, this man is an absolute machine. To be doing what he's doing at age 36 is absolutely incredible. I don't know if we will ever see this in the world of soccer again. Him and Messi have just changed the landscape of football. To do what they did for the past 10 years. I don't know if we will ever see two guys doing the same thing again. I mean, Mbappe and Haaland is coming up. But they have some very big shoes to fill. So Ronaldo, so you Manchester United go down one nothing, and right after that, a few minutes later, Cristiano Ronaldo equalizes for them. Right place, right time, once again. As always, this man is a predator in the box. He just knows where to be. Excellent pass from Bruno Fernandez. That's one thing I can say about Bruno. Bruno is a genius on the football. Ronaldo was in the right place, right time. At first thought, when I saw it, I thought he was offside. But then watching the replay, it was clearly, he timed his run to perfection. In comes the second half. Jesse Lingard comes in the second half. Scores a wonderful goal against his former team. And except for his mistake he made in the Champions League on Tuesday with a bad back pass that cost United three points. Against, sorry, cost United a draw against Young Boys. He came back, scored a goal, took the lead against his old team, and then the few last few minutes of the game, bad penalty kick to give up, bad handball from Luke Shaw. Not his fault. Unfortunate. It happens. And one thing in football I never understood, I never agreed to, where your coach would want to bring a player off the bench, hasn't kicked one ball, to bring him off the bench. To take the biggest penalty in the game to give up your team a draw. I look at Martin Noble and I was like, this this doesn't make any sense. Why is David Moyes doing this? Just have somebody in your team take the penalty that can rise anybody to take the penalty. You bring on Noble, fresh off the bench, kicked, saved by David De Gea. That's a point that's a point you could have gained. Now you lost to Manchester United. Sometimes they think these coaches overthink things. It happened to England in the Euros 2020 final. 
but he didn't get when he brought on Rashford and and I think it was Saka he brought on no sorry Sancho the guys haven't kicked the penalty hasn't touched the ball since he, since coming on and you put them right into a situation to kick a penalty and I'm like that that doesn't make any sense you need to give these guys at least five to ten minutes on the field touching the ball get a feel of the game or understanding the game so for me that was a horrible mistake with David Moyes. But West Ham aren't having the worst season. They had a good season last year. They're not having a bad season this year. Manchester United looks like they're ready to fight for the, the English Premier League title. We have to see because they brought in Ronaldo. They brought in Sancho. They brought in Varane. The only thing I think Manchester United is missing is a, a, a holding defensive midfielder. I love Pogba, but I don't think his strength is a whole in defensive midfielder. I think he's more of an attacking money defender. So I think United need to go there and in January's transfer window probably, or next season in, in June, they need to invest in a defensive holding midfielder. And if they get a good defensive holding midfielder, Manchester United will be a very solid squad in all areas because the Ryan Maguire back line, Shaw and Basaka. It's a good solid battling. David De Gea is showing forms, signs of his old self when he came over to United. He had a rough season, I think it was last season. Lost his, uh, his spot. But got it back this season and he's looking the part. As I said, you just need to get a whole defensive midfielder and that attack is stuck. When you have Ronaldo and you have Rashford who's even played a game like he's injured, you have Sancho. You have Greenwood, who's coming into his own. You have Bruno Fernandes. As backup, you have Cavani and Martial. Manchester United, I think this season will make some noise in the Premier League. And once you have Ronaldo, you have a chance. He has four goals in three games played for United so far this season. So for me, going forward, it's not even a question. Ronaldo will start every game. Ronaldo and Bruno will start every important game for Manchester United as far as rotation they can rotate Rashford isn't back yet so Sancho plays with Greenwood I honestly like Mason Greenwood I think he's a very good player quick nice finisher as I say likes to run at defenders makes nice cutting inside runs in the box he's a solid player to me but my only fear is once Rashford is fit Rashford plays on the left Sancho on the right, Bruno in the middle, Greenman will have to go to the bench. And I don't like it, but that's the way football goes. I mean, he would still get some play because they will rotate. Because as far as Ronaldo goes, he's going to start every English Premier League game for Manchester United and Champions League game. FA Cups and, and, and Carlin Cups, maybe he might get rotated. I'm assuming he will get rotated. But in the big games, where the big players want to shine, I think Ronaldo would be there to start every single game. Varane looks apart coming over from Madrid. That's a big loss to my team, but it happens. But he looks to be fitting nicely in next to Maguire. Maguire is a slow one. Varane's a fast one. I guess this week they wanted it. It works out. So far, so good. The only loss, I think, one game. If those two in, in, in the center position, that's against... Young boys, which I said was unfortunate because it was a bad mistake by Jesse Lingard. Lingard is another one I just 
forgot about Lingard. He won't even get much minutes in this United team. And for me last season, based on his season he had with West Ham, he had a very good season with West Ham. I actually wanted him to go back to West Ham because I'd rather see him play week in and week out than just sit on the bench and not get that much minutes. But when he comes off the bench, he's actually performing and getting goals. With the warmest sitting against young boys, he scored last week. I think it was against uh, Newcastle he scored. And then he scored this week against his old team West Ham. So all in all, it should be a good Premier League season. Liverpool look good. United look good. Chelsea look good. City had a, a, a draw this weekend, but you know City will always be there. So we just have to wait and see how things play out in England. And that's my episode for today. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.